All right, welcome in. Kate Carlton, Kevin Livingston with you. It's, we're getting closer and closer to basketball season, so today we're going to have on head boys basketball coach at Nettleton, Coach Bubba Deaton. He'll be on first, then we'll talk with uh, Coach Jason Smith and girls basketball coach here at Nettleton. But uh, before we kind of do anything, I'll say what's up to uh, Caleb Livingston. What's up, man? You know, it's uh, not necessarily our podcast, but doing a nice little season preview for uh, Nettleton High School basketball. It's uh, it's in the air, you know. Uh, I guess next Monday, junior high gets started, and then uh, yeah. the fighting Bubba Deaton's head down to Little Rock Catholic, you know, to open <laughs> yeah. up the senior high so uh, season. So, really exciting. I know uh, in this year, it's it's been crazy, and it's not going to get – any less crazy than than uh than what it has been is just you got to work through the obstacles and you know both groups have had obstacles here recently and uh mm -hmm. you know so but uh we're we're all in the same boat and uh looking forward to it yeah no doubt i mean we have a three sport week next week we have yeah boys basketball tuesday girls basketball thursday and the opening round of the playoffs on uh friday night with football so uh it'll be a uh busy week for sure um at Nettleton next week. Yeah, and uh, football finally gets to come back. It seems like their season's been over, but um, get to play a little playoff game. Uh, sounds like we're going to Whitehall maybe uh, is knows? what you said. Who knows? Lucky for Kate, he gets to go to Whitehall. They get to go to Little Rock and Whitehall or wherever we're going in the Dang. same week. People around here don't know how to schedule. Worth Good the crap. Well, the girls scheduled all the home games early on. <laughs> I mean – Jason's got more experience than Bubba. We'll chalk it up to that. So yeah, boys don't know how to schedule worth a crap. Starting off in Little Rock, yeah, coach. yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. All right, so we'll welcome on head boys basketball coach Bubba Deaton. Coach, what's, what's up? up? I'm oh. doing well. How are you, Cade? I'm good. I'm ready for your season to get underway next uh, Tuesday night over in Little Rock. Um, I know you're excited. Um, and um, I know you've had some good practices. Obviously, you won't have everyone there next Tuesday still waiting on some football guys, but I know you're excited to kind of get get things underway next Tuesday. Yeah, well, we definitely are. Um, it's been a crazy year, you know, with <laughs> quarantine and COVID, and it's it's just going to stay crazy. Uh, you just got to do the best you can. Uh, we've had phenomenal practices. Even, even after taking two weeks off, you're kind of worried about what you can and can't do. Uh, but they've been great. Uh, they're ready to play somebody else. You know, I, I think it goes back to June, you know, when we could start back. Uh, we've had everybody here, uh, just about everybody, every day. Uh, you know, I think we're bigger. I think we're faster. I think we're stronger. Um, you know, we're going to have some weaknesses. Uh, I don't think our weaknesses will be as glaring as some of them were last year. Uh, we'll be able to do some things that we couldn't do last year. Um but you know what? It, it just ever since that last game was over, it just feels like you got a big monkey on your back, and you're just ready to get back and try to go get that first one and get that get that relief feeling that you know that that we can do this. And I I don't think we were as far off as our record indicated last year. We were very close, uh, you know, to being that 13 and 12, 12 and 12 team that I thought we could be. Uh, but we're excited about. Going to Little Rock, unfortunately for you, you know, you're going to gripe about the travel, but uh, it is what it is. That that was supposed to be a benefit game that got changed to a regular season game. Yep. So, 
Uh, we're excited. You know, I, I don't mind the travel. I actually enjoy it. I like getting them out and uh, getting away from everything around here and, and playing, and uh, we're ready to tip it off. I know I know you are, and uh, I know one guy, you know, we've kind of talked about uh, that you really like uh, is Brandon Anderson and kind of how he's played so far. I've got to add something. Cade's always going to gripe. It doesn't matter if we go to Paragould, Jonesboro. Cade's going to gripe about something. So, now, if like, we go to Paragould, I'm going to gripe about the drive to Paragould because it's awful. Every time. I th- <laughs> and, and, and he's going to put it on Twitter. So, uh, I think Mr. Foster said the other day he – Cade tweets like twenty four times a day, once an yep. hour. So pretty much, but, if uh, there's a sporting event on, there's or election. yeah, election, election, yeah. But I, my my question, you know, starting out, you know, coach, you mentioned that, you know, your record probably didn't indicate how good y'all were last year. You know, um, you played a ton of close games, but you also played a lot of young kids. You know, kind of talk about how you hope, you know, and, and maybe point out some kids that got to play last year and how that experience hopefully turns those close losses into close wins and how that was really a difference in y'all maybe getting in as the four seed last year. I thought I thought we competed well last year. Even the last game at Cersei, you guys were there with nothing to play for. I thought they played hard. Uh, we, we were just t- the smallest 5A basketball team you've ever seen. Uh, we, we got some – you know, we don't have the big six 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 seven, but I feel like we're a lot uh, longer. We can uh, – um, do some things, and, and, you know, play some zone and maybe some one three one, and get out in the passing lanes with some six three six fours. But you know, go back to Cade's question. Brandon Anderson has been phenomenal. He he really is a coach's dream. He plays hard. He's yes sir, no sir. You know, he's on the gun as we speak, shooting. Uh, you know, last year, whatever he gave us offensively was a plus. You know, against West Memphis here, he had eighteen. Yep. Uh, you know, I was kidding with him in practice the other day. You just look at the guys he guarded last year. He guarded a Division <laughs> One from North Little Rock. He guarded a Division One from Marion, uh, potentially. He's at junior college now. He guarded uh, Jonesboro. Uh, Jonesboro's the kid he guarded from Jonesboro is going to be Division One. He guarded the guy from Cersei that's got a chance to be Division One. He guarded Ben Turner. He guarded. Uh, Tech, the kid from Tech, that's at it, that's going to be at a Division Butler. One. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at eight to ten Division One guards. He guarded, and he get, and it was three or four inches, and he battled. You know, he guarded. I thought, really, you know, when we played here, our first half against Tech was probably as good as Butler's been guarded all year. And it, but now, uh, we Brandon's got to score. You know, yeah. uh, there's no ifs, ands, or but. He knows that. Uh, he scored in practice, but I want to see him do it uh, against somebody else. He wasn't required to score last year. Um, he's still going to bring that same defensive intensity. Uh, we need him to play with swag offensively. Uh, matter of fact, me and Coach Rags got together about two or three weeks ago and just decided that we, in practice, we have to just let him go offensively. Even if it's a bad or a quick shot, We've got to get him going uh, and playing with confidence. Um, you know, he, there's it's no secret him and Israel is going to have to score. Uh, Israel gives us a, a scoring threat we didn't have last year with a guy that can score on all three levels. Uh, he can post. He can uh, 
he's got a phenomenal mid-range game, and he can also knock down the three. So between those two, you know, they need to be in that 25 to 30 average, yep. and I think they can. Uh, I think we got some pieces to go around them. It, it's going to look different. It's not going to be as guard-oriented. We're going to be uh, – you know, we put in some stuff that we're going to try to pound the uh, ball inside, and uh, we've got some great passers. I think we can throw it inside and, and kick it out when we need it. Uh, but uh, it's, it's going to be different, but I think it will be good. How much of an advantage, I guess, kind of – you know, we talked about it uh, – a few weeks ago, I guess, whenever you came on at halftime for the Paragold game, about, you know, you mentioned it, you know, not having the size last year, but to add some size in this year, even with, you know, a kid like Reagan Hanna yeah. or Brandon Anderson yeah. or any of those kids, just how big is the size advantage this year going to be once you get into conference Yeah, play? and, you know, a lot of times, even last year, you know, we'd game plan, you know, you played – North Little Rock's got 6'10", 6'11". Scabbett's the best player of post. you got Chris Moore. We would game plan and be in the right spot. Yeah. And they just rise above you and, and score. So, we have some length. Uh, you know, Reagan Hanna's in that 6'4", 6'5", depending on how he's wearing his hair that day. Uh, <laughs> Brandon's taller. Uh, Israel's in that 6'3". Israel's really – he's not as tall as he looks, but he plays with great length. He's, he's bouncy. He's – uh, got arms that go on forever. Uh, and even, you know, a guy like Andre Davis is bigger and faster and thicker. Uh, you know, we expect good things from him. You know, he's a guy that, you know, honestly, I should have played more last year. Uh, he he knows that. I, we, me and him have had that discussion. Uh, he gave us some good minutes. You know, he, he had a really good game at Mountain Home, uh, played a lot in the first half, got him six, seven, eight points, and, He's another guy that we didn't count on to score last year that's going to have to score this year. You know, we're, we're, it's, you're going to have a different look this year on the sideline. You know, you lost Coach Brewington to, to Paris and uh, brought in Coach Matt Ragsdale from Bald Knob. Um, kind of talk about that addition. You know, we're all going to miss Blaine, you know. and But, you know, everybody brings something new to the table. And then also, like, you know, with, with Coach Rags playing experience, he's been a head coach. It's going to help the transition to the 5A East. Like, you, you, me, and Coach Brunton always joke about if we see a player out there that gets some kind of accolade, we're like, go do it in the 5A East, you know. And so it's kind of a twofold question. You know, talk about what Coach Rags has brought to the table, um, you know, for your program so far, and then just how tough this league is because it's every night a grind. Even your quote-unquote bad teams. I mean, like, you know, y'all won, what, three league games last year, but he lost like – it felt like every night you lost at the buzzer or had a lead late. And and so, like, y'all finished, you know, in the bottom third but still played every – gave everybody in the league a tough game, you know. And, and so, uh, you know, just kind of talk about those two things and, and, you know, the outlook for with those for this season. Last year – I, we were seven points from being for the four seed, and the four seed ends up winning a game. So, you know, it it comes down to every possession. We got to find a way to close out close games. You know, when you know, I knew Blaine wouldn't be around forever. I knew he wanted to be a head coach. Uh, when the process started, you know, I wanted the best candidate. We had a lot of different scenarios we could do. Uh, maybe maybe find somebody to do junior high. You know, we had a thousand different scenarios and and me and coach rainwater just decided to get the best candidate and go from there and 
you know, I, I thought Matt was messing with me when he called me or texted me that he was interested. I'm like, dude, you're a head coach. Like, and he was just looking for something different. Uh, and it's, it's been a great, um, you know, four or five months. I, I pride myself on giving my assistants as much freedom as anybody. I don't want to hire somebody and then not let them do what they want to do. So he, from day one, he's done all the big skill work. He's done all the weightlifting stuff. Uh, you know, we, I, I would say we've all gained 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. Uh, we've got, we've had great gains in the weight room. Uh, you know, he, he was putting in stuff today. I mean, he's got free reign to do it. Uh, I want the best person. Uh, he's not going to be here very long. You know, we, we all know that. He'll be a head coach someday again. Uh, when he goes, we'll try to hire another Matt. But it's been phenomenal. Uh, the kids love him. Um, you know, obviously we hope Blaine the best. But we I want people on my staff, junior high, seventh grade, to want to be head coaches. And to want to, you know, I, I, I teased Matt when we first started. I said, I want somebody to walk in and watch us practice and be like, which one of you is the head coach? Uh, and he's got free reign. Uh, when his plays don't work, I'll be like, what in the world? Like that's. And when they do work, I was like, <laughs> we might run that again. So, no, it's been great. Uh, I think he likes it here. I think his family likes it here. Uh, he's got a really good job uh, teaching-wise, so hopefully we can keep him for a couple years. But, you know, this this league – especially last year was just a meat grinder it's you know it's there's great coaches there's great players uh you know i think you look back last on last year's rosters you could probably make an easy case for 10 to 15 division one players if you count maybe freshmen and sophomores that hadn't got there uh but you're talking i mean it was just unreal and we and we were right there and you know, one, after the season last year, we sat in the office, and, and it's not – you know, it's easy to look back and say, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, and, and it's different. We we got it down to 10 or 12 positions. Yeah. Make a free throw, get a stop, get a loose ball, you know, take care of the ball, and it's just a different story. You know, Tech here, first game, missed front of the one and one they tie it. Mountain home here, you missed front of the one to put you up four. Uh, at Tech, you you miss a dunk. At Gosnell, too, you you lose both those at the buzzer, and you miss dunks in those games. And I told them, I'm like, guys, it, if you can't look back to last year and realize that it comes down to every possession, like, you know, going 0 for 6 from the, three, uh, the free throw line in the third quarter kills you. You know, at the time, you're like, well, you know, and, and you lose by one point. So we're trying our best to finish games. Um, you know, I, I worry about our ability to score sometimes. Um, we're going to have to be a little bit more deliberate uh, when we need to be. Uh, time and score, knowing who needs to shoot it and who doesn't need to shoot it. But this team has great chemistry. Uh, that's one thing we have not – we haven't questioned our chemistry. Now, we haven't played a game. It's, it's honeymoon phase. We, we understand that. But, you know, we, we stress to them – Play hard and play together. Yeah. You play hard and play together, everything in life will – if we go to Catholic and we play hard and we play together and and, lead, and, play, and play with 
intensity the whole game and do the little make winning plays take try to take the charges get the loose balls get an extra rebound extra pass you know we can live with the results and you know as y'all know we're playing a district tournament this year uh i still don't know if i'm a fan or not i, I just don't know how i'm gonna finish up but that does take some pressure off your conference games it gives you breathing room it gives you you know, if, if you was to, especially with COVID, if you had two or three in quarantine and you played without them or you didn't play, it gives you – you basically come down to that. That's your season. So hopefully by then and, and December 18th when we go to Tech that we have some things figured out. Uh, you know, Andre Davis, Jeremiah Turner, Jaquise Adams, Reagan Hanna, and then, you know, Jabari White uh, in Israel, you know, those seven or eight will buy, buy for – playing time and then we'll, we'll uh i like our sophomore class uh, reagan's gonna have to play immediately i think two or three more of them could play down the road so we'll we'll uh not rush them along but we'll we we'll get them as ready as quick as we can and uh be ready to roll you talk about conference you know i was going through and kind of working on game notes the other day i think it was five games last year in conference you lost by a combined 16 yeah. points or yeah. something like that so i mean yeah. it was I mean, you're you're five games away from being, you know, in the contention for yeah. a two or three seed last year. Well, and even even the the top three last year, you know, you, West Memphis a four point game here, yeah, and you have a five point lead against Marion in the third quarter, and uh, you know, even the Jonesboro games here, it's ten or eleven points at halftime, and uh, they they shot lights out here, but you know, we we've got to buy in to a system that makes us the most successful. Uh, we've got to get stops. I think we can be a better – we'll have to be a better defensive defensive team. I thought last year, for the most part, we were a decent offensive team. Yeah. Um, I think we had a hard time getting stops when we had to. A little bit of that was, you know, my, coaching on my end, and a little bit of that was just lack of size. Uh, but I like where we're at. Uh you're to the point where you're just ready to play somebody else. You don't really know. Uh, I'm, I'm more comfortable with this year's team this year, just year two in the system, than I was going into Truman last year. Uh, but our, our non-conference schedule challenges, you know, we, we play some good – you know, we don't have the big, you know, the Hurricane Classic and the North Little Rocks and Cabots, but we got every, – every team in our schedule was good last year. Uh, Valley View, Brooklyn uh, – you know, they were good 4A teams. Uh, yeah. You know, Catholics in that league that's brutal. Uh, they're in there with North Little Rock. And so you really can't look at their record last year and um, that has nothing to do with this year's team. So we'll, uh, Coach Ragsdale is going to play their assistant coach one-on-one -on -one at halftime. It's Joe Klein. <laughs> uh, and then the winner, uh, I think, gets $100, I think, yeah. Well, I, just, I thought you were about to say the winner wins the game. Yeah. I feel confident yeah. in our chances if yeah. that's the matchup but, right And now. also, back to my staff, you know, obviously we're excited about Coach Ragsdale, but Coach Thomas, Jermaine Thomas, is a uh, volunteer assistant. Uh, he's from the Boot Hill, so him and McCord talk Boot Hill all the time. Uh, <laughs> he's been phenomenal. And like I told the kids the other day, you know, me and Rags Coach Ragsdale, we do get paid a little bit to do this. Coach Ragsdale is a straight volunteer, and he uh, – He's in the gym all the time. He's a great skills guy. Uh, he's an ex-Army guy. Uh, he hasn't been around. He was in a uh, bad car accident Saturday, 
and still hadn't recovered from it. He, his, him and his family, I think, were are going to be okay. So he should be back Friday. But I couldn't be more pleased with our staff. Uh, I like the kids we have. We have a really good ninth grade class coming with some really good yep. players. Uh, you know, we toyed with, with bringing some of them up, but we, I think we're going to let them play junior high and, and go get them at the end of the year. My last question for you is uh, we're, if we're sitting in the last week of February and early March and, and Nettleton's name is in the state tournament bracket, that means what happened for y'all this season? I think that means that we've, we've bought into to how we have to play. We've figured out a way to close games. Uh, Brandon and Israel had good years offensively. Um and we were better defensively. You know, I, I tell them all the time, if you – you know, if if we can just get multiple stops, uh, you know, I, I'm not asking them – the way we play – have played offensively, we, we give up a lot of possession to the team because we, we typically shoot it quick. We, we might just have to be a little bit more patient uh, offensively, uh, get stops when we had to. And, you know, last year we just couldn't get that stop that we needed. Uh and it also means that Jacquees Adams and the Andre Davises, Jeremiah Turner, uh, Jabari White, Reagan Hanna have matured and helped us offensively. We ne- we don't need either one of those guys to get at 20 by themselves, but between them five or six, if they could combine for 25 or 30 combined, take care of the ball, make free throws and layups, I, you know, I like our chances. You know, we, we return as much as anybody in the league. Yeah. Uh, so that's a plus, but – you know, West Memphis and Marion, they, they reload. Jonesboro's got a lot of guys back. And then Tech, Paragol, West Memphis, Batesville will be absolute knockdown drag outs. So uh, we're hoping to get to play. We're planning on playing. Uh, and then, uh, you know, try to get some non-conference victories under the belt, get some confidence. Uh, we just never could last year get enough going because it seemed like, you know, you, you go and – you should have won at Gosnell. You win at Truman, and you got the Hurricane Classic. And then you went. You, you, you went. You win a game in the Hurricane Classic. You got to turn around and play Cabot again. We just never could put multiple games back. And and I, we need confidence. Uh, we need uh, we need good things to happen. We need uh, we need to make winning plays when it matters. We got to get the. We got to take the charge. We got to get on the floor after loose balls. Got to make free throws. Uh, we got to take good shots down the stretch. Uh, we got to put our guys in position that gives them the best chance to win. Last thing I have, obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot of question marks about this season just with COVID. Uh, you know, it, you guys, uh, you know, everything kind of comes to a halt in March. You're able to come back in the summer. Just, uh, you know, what is what is kind of the COVID world been like in terms of practicing and. How do you go about this season, you know, trying to make sure that you don't have an outbreak and don't have to miss games? Well, you do what you're supposed to do. Uh, You follow the rules that are given. Uh, You know, we we were shut down for two two weeks. Uh, We had cases on the team. Uh, Thank God they're back. Uh, You know, I had it. I'm not ashamed to admit I had it. my my wife had it. My my youngest daughter has it right now. Uh, it, it's real. I don't. You know, everybody says, "Oh, this is fake." Well, it's not fake. You know, I I had it. You know, I was yeah. sick. But, uh, you know, at this point, you've got to do whatever you have to do to play. 
if it's short in practice, if it's spread them out, if it's, you know, only dress out 10 or 12. It's not anything that we want to do. You know, we, we got a parent meeting here in a minute, and we're about to tell the parents how many tickets they can get. It's not something that we wanted to do, but you have to do it to play. And, you know, we, we've taken it, and you say this all the time, cliche, one day at a time. It literally is one day at a time. Yeah. You, you get your practice. You show up to school. You hope you make it through the day. You get your practice in, and you hope to see them again tomorrow. And hopefully, good Lord willing, we get on that bus Tuesday, and at least, you know, you, you, you get no March, April, May. You get no off season. You get no team camp. There's only – I mean, we've been playing against ourselves since July 1st. Yeah. And you, you, you can kind of get a sense of what you got, but you never know until the ball goes up. Uh, you know, Tuesday night's not about Catholic. It's about us. Uh, I know they'll be well coached. They'll run a bunch of stuff. Uh, they informed me today we are playing with the shot clock, so that'll be cool. Uh, so we'll we'll load up. Hopefully, good Lord willing, we can make it that far and uh, go get us one Tuesday night. Hope so, Coach. Uh, thanks for hopping on. Can't yeah. wait for the uh, season to start. Appreciate it. Go Raiders. Coach Bubba Deaton, join us. We'll have uh, Coach Jason Smith on here in a little bit. All right, welcome back as uh, we're joined by head girls basketball coach, Coach Jason Smith, continuing our preview of this upcoming Raider basketball season. We talked with Coach Bubba Deaton. Now we'll talk with Coach Smith. Coach, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Thank y'all for having me on. Uh, so as we record this, we are right at a week away. It's 5.55. This time next week, we'll be getting ready to tip things off with uh, – Riverside, just, uh, you know, how excited are you to kind of get this season underway in a year that's kind of been full of uncertainties? Yeah, we're, we're, we're really excited just because, to be quite honest, if you would have asked me uh, two and a half months ago, would you be playing basketball, you know, in November, I would have said, no, there's no way, you know, I, I think we're going to start in January or not at all or whatever. So, um, you know, I, we are very excited. Uh, cross our fingers that we, you know, we – get some games in and get to get, get, get the thing rolling and, and figure things out. Um, but, uh, but no, we're excited about this year. We got a, got a roster full of great kids and, uh, you know, just really excited to get them, uh, get them on the court and, uh, uh, let, let our fans see some, some new faces and, uh, you know, some of the, some of the kids who may have maybe playing different roles this year. You know, when you look at our roster, um, Obviously, we lost a lot. I mean, we're not going to tiptoe around that. You know, you got yeah. a kid that's up on the hill that you could – I mean, you never know if she might go get 35, you know. Um, and then you lost leadership and, and Travia. And then, you know, Daly Dacus had a year that I don't think any of us really expected. I think if you would have told us, you know, back in November that she would have played in every game, we would have said, no, nah, she'll she'll get beat up a little bit and have to miss a game or two. And, and you know, to her credit, she battled and battled. We do have some some experience coming back, but outside of you know the the starting five right now, there's there's going to be a lot of new faces, you know, and and um, but but let's start with the starting the start first group of five, you know, I think I think we've been some pretty pleased with our seniors and you know the fact that you know they they show up and they work hard and they're, and they're trying to lead. It's just a different role for them, and um, just because as sophomores they had. My and Asia, and then last year Ilana was the alpha, and you know everybody kind of fell in line with her. And so, kind of talk about the seniors and what they've done, and how 
you know, and it, it's been a process, but how are they doing so far this year? No, you're exactly right. I, I've been tickled to see the growth in, uh, in some of these kids, um, uh, you know, just, just maybe stepping out of their comfort zone a little bit, but, um, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing Layla Eliotti and Natasia Oliver lead day in, day out. They're, they're leading, uh, they're, they're positive uh, with some of the young guys, but then, you know, there's times when they're going to get after kids, uh, you know, and it's a lot of, um, it may be just how to, how to run a drill, but a lot of it is just how to be a lady Raider. And I think that that's, that's what, you know, has made me so proud of those two in particular in that, that they go about their business a certain way and it's the way that they were taught and the people before them were taught, and now they're teaching it to the next generation of, of kids. And, and there's a lot of talented kids, but they just didn't they didn't realize everything that goes into being a Lady Raider, and, and really proud of those two girls for, for showing that. Uh, Wakiria, who, uh, you know, everybody got to know her last year, uh, our third leading scorer, uh, has just gotten better and better, and she's not going to vocally lead. Uh, she may pull somebody aside one-on-one and, and – let them know something, and it may be pretty sternly. Uh, you know, she's a she's a no – there's no fluff in what Wycaria says, um, but uh, she's more of a quiet leader. And so those three seniors, and then you have Tylee, uh, who, you know, for the first time here in the last two weeks, I think Coach would agree, it's not the basketball part, but she looks like she's really having fun. And she's she's kind of the the senior that some of those young guys can can cling to and, and – She's she's leading in that way, and 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 you need all four of those kids doing what they do best with their own personality. But uh, but all four, um, in a different way, are leading these and showing our young kids um, what to expect and and the expectations that we have and and the pressures that come with it. Uh, so yeah, we're we're really excited about about how it's going so far with our leadership, um, and we may not be as deep as we've been in years past, uh, but. Uh, but I really like our team. I like our guys. Right, and, you know, one kid that had a really good summer this year was uh, Briley. She kind of came on, was really, really good in conference play into the state tournament last year. Got some of her first offers this summer and, you know, had a really good summer. Just what will she kind of bring to the table this year uh, for your team? Well, and, and, and obviously, Briley, you know, when we talk to you guys or if I talk to a newspaper or a TV station, she's the first name that comes up, and, and she's earned that. Uh, you know, I think that, that she's always been a good player, but, but yeah, second semester last year, you saw, you know, you saw a lot of potential and a lot of big game moments. And, uh, you know, this summer she carried, you know, she, she just kind of even elevated that, uh, in a high level of summer ball. And, you know, this, this, this fall, my goodness, she doesn't have bad days. Um, you know, she's, she's shooting it so well. Uh, she's attacking, and uh, you know when she does make a mistake, um, you know it, it's it's few and far between, and she knows it and she owns it. But uh, but Briley's going to be a really good, a really really good player for us. Um, the ball's going to be in her hands coming up the court ninety five percent of the time, and we've had to go back to some of the stuff that we've done in years past to figure out ways to get her some shots. But uh, but I mean Briley's just you know she's she just she's the next one of the Lady Raider greats. I really believe that. You know, this is a two-part question. You know, another junior, and, and we can we can get into all the junior class, but one I want you to talk about specifically who not only has gotten a lot better on the court, but 
off the court has made even better gains, you know, because we talk about it all the time in the office. A kid like Demaria Daniels, you know, who didn't get any time really last year, but really put in a lot of work. And, you know, just being around Demaria, if you knew Demaria as a ninth grader, you wouldn't believe what you see now as a junior. And I think that's a testament to her you know, making better decisions. And I think we're more proud of her for what she's doing off the court. But she's also right now kind of – if you had a sixth man, she'd kind of be the sixth man right now and and get that first opportunity off the bench. And, and then kind of, you know, we really like our sophomore group. They may not be ready today, but, you know, eventually they – you know, you never know if they keep developing and coming on. And, you know, some of them are going to have to step up and help us and just kind of, kind of go into to Demaria and, and the young kids as well. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, Demaria, Demaria as a ninth grader, and I think that she would agree, uh, we didn't know if she'd make it. Uh, you know, last year at this time, we had several sophomores on the roster that by the time we got into conference play weren't on the roster, to be quite honest. And it was because that they weren't ready to do everything that, that uh, we expect. Uh, Demaria uh, could have easily fallen into that group, but she didn't. She uh, she she has a cousin on the team in Wakiria, and uh, I think that she looks up to Wakiria uh, kind of in a big sister type role. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm just so proud of the kid. Um, she's uh, you know she keeps working. Uh, I do worry when the lights come on, and I've told her about that. Uh, if she does have a a bad possession, let's not turn it into three bad possessions. But uh, but she's earned the right to play. And that's that's a big thing with this group is that, you know, we we lost a lot of kids last year, um, but but the kids that we have coming back, they've earned the right to play, and that's something that that you know whether you're a you know a senior, a junior, or a sophomore, you have to understand that it's not given to you. You got to earn it, and Demaria has earned uh, her minutes on opening night, and um, you know we, I don't know how many minutes that'll be, but but. You know, she set herself up to uh, to be a crucial part in in our success, and and uh, you know, and that's not to to leave out Alexa Jackson, who you know, bless her heart, she's she she comes in and she battles every day. She's she's dealt with some, you know, some respiratory issues, and and uh, but she's had a great week this week. Uh, hadn't had to miss any of practice, uh, any of the practice time, and and so uh, Alexa is going to kind of come in and play a forward spot for us, which is new to her. She's always been a guard, um, and then Sydney Crippen. Uh, you know, she got cleared last Thursday. Or last Thursday was her first official practice. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to knock the rust off. But she's another kid that that if she keeps working, uh, we'll start seeing the glimpses that we saw back when she was in eighth grade. And, uh, you know, hopefully she'll be able to help us sooner than later. Uh, and then you move into the sophomores. And, and there's a lot of talent there, a lot of potential. They're very raw. Um, but uh, Keasia Burns – who is uh, – I think you all just talked to Coach Deaton, but uh, Israel, Israel Malone's little sister. Yeah. Uh, she's long and athletic like Israel. Um, but but she's – you know, I think her head, it looks like, uh, um, you know, uh, what's what's the movie, uh, Rosemary's Baby or Poltergeist or something. Uh, I think her head starts spinning uh, sometimes in practice. But, but she's getting better and better at understanding what we're doing. Uh, Kyra James is another kid with loads of talent. Uh, we've got to get her healthy. Uh, and then Allie Linderman, um, Vidalia McIntyre, two kids who have, I mean, Allie has put in as Allie's put in as much work as Briley Pena. Uh, she's like her little sis, kinda. Uh, you know, works, 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 and no one's gonna outwork her. Um, and Vidalia has been a pleasant surprise. Uh, she wasn't with us uh, in the spring, 
she had decided that she didn't want to play basketball, but then she decided in the summer that she did want to again. And she was a little behind, but but she comes and works every day. And that's not saying, you know, there's other kids, Kyla Williams, Bree Smith, um, you know, th- those guys, they come and work every day too. And and uh, we did have a move in uh, from, from Mississippi, uh, Crystalyn Miller, who is a good athlete, but she's much like Kiaja, and I think her head spins more more in practice than it doesn't. But uh, but those kids are going to figure it out, and we're excited about them. Obviously, it's different for y'all this year because you know normally you would play. I know you always like to play three tournaments. Uh, you were scheduled to play in three tournaments this year, and the AAA kind of nixed that, so it's just you know regular season games, no tournaments. Um, how much how much has that kind of changed for y'all, and was it? difficult at all trying to make a schedule without any tournaments that you know kind of lives up to what your schedule's been in the years past yeah I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird it's I really believe until we get to conference play it's gonna feel like we're playing a wintertime team camp a lot of nights (laughs) um you know and that's not just the crowd it's just that there's so much uncertainty in that um you know you may be scheduled to play two opponents in a week and Either we may get quarantined or, or one of our opponents may get quarantined, then you scramble to find, try to find somebody else. But uh, oh, we like our schedule. Um, it's It presents challenges, but it also gives us a chance to grow at times. Um, you know, we're going to miss the tournaments. The tournaments, were, were all, we've always enjoyed those. We've always battled. Uh, that's some of the, you know, kids who graduate, some of the first things they remember are tournaments. Uh, whether it's an NEA or whether it's a road trip somewhere where you get to spend the night and, and battle against some of the best teams in the state. Um, but that's, that's not the car we were dealt this year. So we've got to, uh, you know, we got to make the most of it. We are uh, thankful, thankful to Nettleton admin, but they're letting us go on one overnight trip. And uh, we'll play two teams down in Hot Springs, um, uh, two tradition-rich teams who are really good, and we're excited about that. But uh, I think it's a really good schedule, a schedule that, that our kids are excited about. And, and I think once our fans understand exactly who all we're playing, I think they'll be excited too. Just talked about the uh, non-conference schedule, and um, as Coach Deaton and I were talking about, once the five A East comes around, it's on. I mean, it is every night. It, again, it doesn't matter who you're playing, um, especially when you're talking about, you know, being at Nettleton. And you know, we've with the success we've had the last four or five years, and you know. We always talk about good players. Can you do it in the five A East? Like our proving ground. Like I think there's two or three leagues in this state that if you're a good player and you, it's because you can do it in that league. And we're one of those leagues. And just talk about the, you know, like this year. I really think the league is going to be really balanced. Uh, you know, your teams that are tra- traditionally in the bottom the last few years are going to, they might sneak up and beat the one seed. You know, and. Uh, we always like to give our you know conference prediction of the the winning record. And last year we were right on, and we haven't got to that yet. But just kind of talk about you know the league and and how it's going to be different this year with uh, you know with the lack of there, we don't have a lot of depth. We've got five kids that have been through it, one that really didn't get, go through it at all last year because because of an injury, and then Atasia got to play a little bit, Layla got to play a little bit. So really we're looking at two two-and-a-half kids that have really been through the grinder in this and, and you know, kind of how different is that going to be compared to the last three or four years? You know, this year you may not have – I mean, actually, there are a couple really, really good teams. But this is a year where it's not cliche that it's, it's legit. One through eight. Our eighth-place team, whoever it is this year, 
could make the state tournament in a couple of those other 5A leagues. And there's there's no doubt in my mind, that's not coach speak, that's not anything. Um, you know, I, I think that every single one of our teams are a team that could play in the state tournament and win a game in the state tournament. Um, and so they're going to – this year we'll have a district tournament, which will be – you know, it'll be weird because it's at home sites. But, uh, um, you know, it, it's going to be tough. And, you know, if you finish one, two, three, or four, you're going to get to host a home game. But that's no guarantee you go to the state tournament because that's – that's uh, I mean, our eight is is capable of beating our one. I promise you. And we just hope that, that we're in a position to where we have a home game. Uh, you know, I think that's one of our goals. Obviously, we want to win a conference championship. That would make, uh, you know, so many in a row. But we want to be in a position to make the state tournament. That's our goal every year. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be easy. The league is loaded. Uh, but that's nothing new for the 5A East. Caleb kind of asked Coach Deaton this question, so I want to ask it to you. If You know, it's the last week or two of the season, and Nettleton is battling for a conference championship. What will have gone right? What will have gone right? You sound like Colin Cowherd or somebody. <laughs> um, what will have gone right was that uh, we stayed healthy. Uh, not 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 COVID healthy necessarily, but just injury healthy. Um, our kids, last year was such a neat year in seeing kids understand roles. Uh, we're going to have to understand roles. Uh, you know, most every night, we know who's going to lead us in scoring. We know who probably is going to be second. We know who's probably going to be third. But sometimes number four needs to be number two. Uh, we're going to have to have balance. Um, and then we're going to have to develop some depth, whether it's with some of those those green sophomores we talked about or whether it's, uh, you know, a junior getting back fully healthy and ready to step up. But that's what's going to have to go right. Um, and then from a from a just in-game basketball standpoint, uh, one of our things we've been saying this year is you got to get five. And – it's no secret that we're the smallest as we've, that we've been in, gosh, at least eight years. And so every single kid who steps on the court, their goal is to get five rebounds. And if we can get, if we can get five kids to get five every night, then I think we'll be right there. Coach, thanks for the time, and uh, can't wait to get underway a week from now. Yeah, me either. I'm excited. Thank you, Kate.